Welcome to Small Biz Brainiac, providing employer intelligence that helps you navigate the regulatory landscape and keep you on course running the business you love. Here's your host, Thomas Rock Lindsay. This show is designed around the small business owner, and it's my goal to educate you about the many duties, responsibilities, and obligations that you have as an employer. And I also want to provide you with answers to your questions and solutions to your problems. So if you have an employer-related question, all you have to do is ask. You can go to smallbizbrainiac.com and scroll down the page to the Got Questions form and fire away. And if you need HR services, including workers' compensation insurance, I'm your guy. Now, this is the first episode of the new show format. And I now have a co-host, and I'm really excited to introduce him to you today. But before I do, if this is the first episode that you've ever listened to, then let me tell you about the previous format. Now, in the first 93 episodes, with the exception of two, which were an interview, those episodes have been between 7 and 10 minute shows where it's just me delivering a lecture, basically. And I published two shows a week, every Tuesday and Thursday. And after almost a year of that format, I felt like it was time to change things up. And December 15th was the last episode under the old format. I took a couple of weeks off for the holiday and during that time period decided to make a change to the format and to add a co-host. And so now there'll be one episode each Monday and it's going to be a longer show, around 30 minutes. And we'll also have a panel of experts who will rotate in and out from week to week. And our first panel member will be on with us next week. Today, it's just all about our new co-host, Robert Attridge. So everyone, meet Robert. Robert, meet the Brain Trust, and that's what I'm calling the listeners, even though I don't think I've made that official, but I'm doing it now. So Robert, meet the Brain Trust. Hello, Brain Trust. I'm glad to be here. Welcome to Small Biz Brainiac. You're now the new co-host. Congratulations. I'm sure you're going to be well rewarded. Thank you for uh, extending the invitation to me. I'm very excited about this. Yeah, well, um, I, the pay sucks, but uh, I think you'll... It's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. And we're no strangers. Yeah, m- money's overrated. I don't need to be paid. Money's, money is overrated. You're doing this because you like me a lot. And like I said, we're not strangers by any means. I've known you for a long time, ever since you were just, uh, what, were you 14 when I first met you? Uh, yeah, um, 14, 15, yeah. Just a spry young man. And uh, I was uh, dating your sister and eventually married her. And so now, unfortunately for you, you're my brother-in-law and have been... Yep, Ever um, since 1992. Wow. Yep, just trying to make the best of it, you know. There's all only, you can do. Only so much you can do. 
<laughs> you don't have a lot to work with. No. Nope, nope. But, uh, and aside from that, if that isn't bad enough, we've actually worked together literally daily for the past, I want to say 20 years. Yeah, I think, uh, 1997. Um, yeah, so pretty much 20 years. So how did that happen? Um, well, as you said, you married my sister. So, uh, you know, one Christmas holiday, we, uh, came into town to visit and, uh, you needed some help with, uh, uh, software transition. Um, you know, put me to work as a, as a, you know, fresh out of high school, uh, individual. And, uh, that's where it started. You know, I got, uh, uh, what, what was supposed to be just a couple of days of work while I was on Christmas vacation turned into a 20 year career. <laughs> yep. I needed some cheap, uh, labor and you uh, got a it. holiday and I, and I got it, but it wasn't, it didn't stay cheap. It got a lot more expensive as the years went on. Yep, I, I learned a little bit uh, about not uh, not giving away too much for free. So, <laughs> well, so how did you get? Where are you now? Let's just let's go back to to today. What what are you doing now? And maybe then we can talk about how you got here from there. We know yeah. where you started. Right. Where are you now? Uh, so currently, I'm I'm working as a vice president of operations for a a, a PEO, a professional employer organization. Um, you know, I've been doing that for um, I don't know. It's probably been the last eight nine years. I've been in that capacity. Um, you know, pretty much been with the same group of people uh, over two different companies over that time. Uh, kind of worked my way into that position and. Uh, um, you know, here we are today. Yeah, I think you, in the predecessor, because really you and I, both you and I have only worked for two companies, really. Um, there have been others that I've been involved in along the way, but we we started off, uh, I started off in 93 at uh, what was called uh, Human Dynamics Corporation, and that's where you were hired to come to work as a fresh off the turnip truck. An yes. employee and I don't think it was very long before I mean because you just literally you worked your butt off and extremely long hours and educated yourself and just showed tremendous initiative and you it wasn't very long before you became the payroll manager right um you know when I first started like like I I alluded to earlier, um, you know, basically it was, I had just started as a, you know, doing data entry, helping out, um, you know, transitioning from one payroll software to another. And, you know, when I was hired on permanently, you know, basically began in a, you know, not technically a mail room, but that's basically what it was. I was, you know, printing out payroll checks and, uh, getting them ready to be, you know, overnighted or mailed, um, you know, just, uh, started that way and, um, you know, learned, as you said, you know, learned how the software worked, uh, started learning some of, you know, the, the basic payroll, uh, processes, 
uh, started looking into, you know, payroll laws, regulations, best practices, and, you know, kind of started from there. Yeah, and that was back in the day when the there wasn't a whole lot of technology around the uh, check processing aspect of the business where we had actually basically every payroll was a printed payroll. Yeah, there the, was the checks as well as the reports, and they had to be bundled together by client, and then and then like you said, sent. Most of them were probably sent overnight. Yeah, it was. Uh, this was before the days that uh, even even email was not, you know, at least amongst our client base was not prevalent. Um, you know, most communication was done over phone, phone or fax. You know, email came maybe a year or two later. Um, Good grief, you know, world. I, I know. Not It's not to say that email didn't exist. It did exist, but, you know, it wasn't common for at least our client base or, or even our company to, uh, you know, utilize that as, uh, you know, a mainstream form of communication like it is right. today. So, Right. So you just grew within the ranks and grew into the role of the payroll manager. And then when, I don't know, this was around 2000, you were, what was your position then? I mean, it was always operations, always payroll and payroll operations. But I think by that time, you had other departments now reporting to you, like uh, benefits. Right, yeah. I think, you know, technically probably 2000, 2001, 2002, you know, technically I think I was still payroll manager by title. But but like you said, uh, you know, different departments started uh, folding under that umbrella, you know, benefits, garnishment, uh, uh, handling, um you know, started working with, you know, our client communications team, um, you know, so, so just some of the, some of the additional responsibilities that, you know, maybe, uh, were under the umbrella of somebody else in the organization started to fall under, under my, uh, supervision. Yeah. And then it wasn't, I guess in 2002, that company, uh, we closed that company down for, reasons beyond our control having to do with the nature of the work comp industry in California post 9-11. There were a whole bunch of uh, stars that aligned, unfortunately, that required that company to be wound down. And then in its in its wake, we started uh, the current company that you're, you're working for, which is uh, venture employer services and that's a company that that uh, up until uh what uh, april or may of this year i was the chief operating officer of um still you know on the board of directors and still still hanging around helping out here and there but uh have uh, left the 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 role of coo to pursue other Opportunities basically to get into the sales aspect, the sales side of the business, which is something that I'd never done before. I had always been operations right alongside with you, and now I am in the more in the sales side of the equation, learning a whole bunch of new things. What's next for you? Where are you? 
So, yeah, so what's next for me is, um, you know, I've uh, in the process of, you know, phasing out of my role with, uh, you know, the, the PEO that I'm working with, um, you know, it's been a couple years in the making, you know, it's something I knew that I uh, wanted to, you know, kind of kind of move away from and, and try something else. Um, you know, I, it was probably 2012, 2013 where I had, you know, kind of decided that, you know, I don't know how much longer I can continue on this path. You know, it was... Why? why? I mean, I know why, but <laughs> tell right. our listeners why. Um, you know, I think everybody at, uh, at some point in their career, you know, they, they, they work doing something for so long that... You know, they just start asking themselves, you know, well, what else is there for me? Um, I didn't, you know, I kind of felt like I had plateaued in, in, in the learning curve. You know, I didn't feel like I was learning a whole lot of new, uh, a, a whole lot of new. Um, well, yeah, the processes that you oversee are, yeah, they're never, they never end, right? Right. It's the same process, just repeated. But yeah, and there's, there was, you know, some other factors as well. I, you know, at one point I was a shareholder of the company and a board member. Um, some of that had changed for me. Um, so there was a, a little bit of a, you know, there's no, no animosity or anything towards anybody, but it was just a, a bit of a change in the dynamics of, uh, what my position was within the company and you know i think i just wanted to you know see what else was out there for me you know bottom line um but you know it took it took a couple years you know because i wanted to make sure that you know the company was left in good hands i didn't want to just walk out the door and you know leave people holding the bag and and you know put the company in a bad position you know, I wanted to remain in good graces with, with everybody. That was very important to me. Um, you know, gave me an opportunity to uh, make sure my personal, you know, financial situation was in order. I didn't want to, you know, put my family in, in jeopardy. Um, you know, so that's kind of why it's been such a long process for me. And it's probably not unlike a lot of people when they try to, uh, when they decide to uh, make a career change. Well, are you making a career change or are you looking to do something still within the industry? So, yeah, I mean, I definitely don't want to turn my back on, you know, the last 20 years of what I've, what I've learned. Um, You're not going to become an auto mechanic next week. No. And that's, yeah, that's not what I mean by career change. Just, you you know, just a, a different direction for me, you know, use what I have learned to, to, you know, help other people. And if I can turn that into, you know, a business somehow, great. You know, I, I would love to do that. Well, you've got your first gig, co-host of Small Biz Brainiac. Like I said, the pay is going to be amazing. <laughs> so you've got that to look forward to. I'm excited. Well, so over the course of your career, you have seen probably just about every payroll scenario that's out there you've processed thousands and thousands and thousands of payrolls you have you've served 
thousands of clients. You've issued, I don't know, uh, I don't know if it's over a million or more W-2s, but for example, this year, right now, you're in the throes of wrapping up 2016. What? How, how many W-2s are you going to issue there? We're issuing, you know, a little over 130,000, so... Um, you know, I don't know. I, I don't have an exact count. I haven't kept a tally, but I would say it's, you know, near a million W-2s over the 20 year career. Um, so yeah, I've, I've seen a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of paperwork past my desk, a lot of, you know, payroll situations, um, you know, come across. And I think, uh, you know, as we move on, with uh, small biz brainiac i'll have some experiences to share and you know hopefully you know the listeners out there will will uh you know listen to those experiences and you know maybe they'll ring true or 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 uh, you know they'll find something in common with their own uh situation and you know maybe they can learn from yeah. some of the experiences that that i've had yeah i mean you have you've helped thousands of companies over the course of your career with meeting the, their obligations for, uh, as an employer from a payroll and HR perspective, uh, from providing benefits, work comp insurance. I mean, not, not, you haven't had your hands deep in, in all those aspects of it, but, but uh, no, some as of the it. VP of operations, you're well well-versed in them. Yeah. Some of it's, you know, I just, uh, you know, I, I, I'm just involved on the surface. You know, we have experts, um, you know, doing the day-to-day, uh, you know, legwork to make things happen. And I may just be, you know, making sure those things happen. I don't necessarily get involved in the, the dirty details of it all, but, um, you know, I think I know enough about all of those, uh, areas to you know to to provide some insight and help help some people so at least t- tell us something then a little personal what's your personal situation look like um well 12 I, kids divorced three times uh no that's close <laughs> but not not quite um i have three kids um uh, married um first wife um, you know, two, two kids, uh, are step kids. They are great kids. I treat them as my own, love them as my own. Uh, I have one, uh, 18 month old. Um, she's, uh, a handful right now learning to talk and walk and, um, uh, keeping me busy. I know that kid and she's uh, super smart as are the other two who have, uh, amazing personalities and uh, just we just we love those kids they do definitely have uh you, you know just the most outgoing uh you know vibrant personalities that uh that you could imagine unlike yours yes quite quite different than yours quite the it's quite obvious the opposite they're, they're not mine. your kids cuz cuz of that well the, and i i don't think that they look like me at all either so <laughs> no no they don't they're much better looking. They that's that's true. And we so 
we live in the same community, basically, here in Gilbert, not too far from each other, and have for years and years and years. And again, super excited to be working with you in this new capacity. And I'm I'm looking forward to all the great episodes that are to come. And I can't wait to get the panel members on and start uh, getting back to delivering employer intelligence to everyone who's listening. We'll do that next week, next Monday. So and I'm I'm super excited at the opportunity to, to 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 be doing this as well. Beautiful. Well, that's a wrap everyone. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Thanks for listening to Small Biz Brainiac. To get your questions answered by Thomas directly, visit smallbizbrainiac.com. And for more employer intelligence, be sure to join us again here on Small Biz Brainiac.